Wake up, John Doe, you're the hope of the world. Cheese and then pepperoni and then nut. I can't remember. What was the best combination? Well, I think you said nut goes last, right? I feel like nut goes last. Nut goes last, so it can like when you chew it up, it can like break down all the other stuff. It, ha- it kind of helps break down the uh, pepperoni. That might be stuck to your teeth, right? Yeah. Still. See, I was thinking that if you do cheese last, then cheese will like suck up anything else that's in your teeth. No. Nah. And then you just gotta deal with the cheese chunks. No, 
No? No, I feel like what what the thing you said first was what really makes the most sense to me. Cheese first. Cheese first. Then pepperoni. Then pepperoni. And then, then nut. nut. But there's two different kinds of nuts, so you gotta decide, like, what nut am I gonna eat first? It was, yeah, well, the other one, what was it? A macadamia and a. Oh, uh, no, it was a pecan and then something with chocolate a on cocoa it. A cocoa almond. Oh, okay, so it was almonds covered in co- cocoa? Yeah, or an almond that comes from the cocoa plant? No, I don't think that's a thing. It was a black nut. A black, yeah, because they dipped it in chocolate. No, because the outside wasn't like chocolatey. It was like the whole thing was made out of it. <laughs> All right, we'll get. We'll, you know what? We've been um, we've been taste testing different adult lunchables. Yeah. To see what the perfect. Uh, shout out Hillshire Farms. Shout out. Um, Three for ten at Acme. <laughs> uh, Acme. That, that was the wrong. That wasn't the one we were at. We were at a different grocery store. Well, I don't want to reveal our real like, location. That's true. Okay, uh, let's start the podcast. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to another episode of Actual Comedy Presents an Actual Podcast. I'm Angel Ace. And I'm Aaron. And uh, we're here to uh, bring the funk, bring the noise. And bring the alarm. Yeah, that's right. Um, last week, uh, we kind of ended the podcast... Uh, in an excited, in an excited tone. I would yeah, say. I think we said epic a few times. Yeah, we were. We had just stumbled across some information uh, that kind of like. How would you describe that feeling? Like I feel like what Nicolas Cage felt like uh, at the end of American Treasure <laughs> when he poured that lemon solution on. What was it on the Duck Declaration of Independence? He poured it on there. How did he figure out that there was like a map on the back of it? He took he, a, I think he took a lime or a lemon, and then he took like, then he take like a, uh, was that a cotton swab? Cotton swab, and, and he, he like, just used it on the back, and he said like hidden message, and then he like, I felt like that's what we what we stumbled upon. Give me your Nicolas Cage impression again. How did he say hidden message? Oh, I wasn't doing Nicholas Cage right oh, there. Oh, you were just saying, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. How how do you, do you even do someone like Nicholas Cage? Can you put him in a box? Was that your... Uh... Uh, no, I don't know. I was like, I don't even know what that was. He's like uh, inimitable. He's an enigma. He is. If... Don't, you're not allowed to say that. We can't? No. All right. I they apologize. Like called in, in, Inuit. No, that's the wrong thing. They like to be called uh, Nicholas Cages. You know his real last name is uh, Coppola? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Is that his... Oh, okay, so he's actually a Coppola? I thought he was, like, got a different name because of his dad or something. No, I think he's, like, uh, Francis Ford Coppola's nephew or some shit like that. That's wild. Yeah. What did Francis Ford Coppola do, like, before he made the wine? The Godfather? Oh, he made that? I mean, he directed it. I don't know how much he of... He didn't write it. No. I forget who wrote the screenplay, but it was based on a book from a rat. Fucking rat bastard. Rat bastard just revealing all the secrets. Like, okay, so do you think that they use The Godfather to, like, figure out what the mob's, like, um, hierarchy system was to come up with the RICO laws? Mm, I don't know. No, I think they had enough of their... Uh, Illegally acquired surveillance to uh, make those own determinations themselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, so we had just, uh, I guess, found out. Oh, about God damn the, it. Uh, I, I had like, 
So we we I had heard of this like a few years ago. Yeah. I knew what it was because I was in a quest of like the origin of our species, mm. which, you know, a never ending story. But I had like done a Google search of what's the oldest story that we have. Yeah. And the Epic of Gilgamesh came up, came up. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't really like read into it too much. Like I didn't realize um, how many parallels there are in that story to all the other like theological stories that like in every religion. Yeah. And um, so when we saw that one guy, what's his name? J- Julian. Uh. J- Jules Monroe. Oh, the dude from that video. Yeah, when he was talking about like the whole story. He has a documentary series called The Secret Life of Symbols, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's on Gaia, so you can only find it there. Uh, don't tell people that. Why? Because then some people might not want to watch it because it's on there. Well, see, that's the thing, though. This is where your um, discernment has to come in, people. <laughs> and if you don't know what that is, then, you know, pause, go look it up, figure that out. But, like, I do think that there's shit on there that's interesting. Yeah. But there's also shit on there that you can only find on Gaia, so it makes it look like, oh, well, they found that on Gaia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway. Anyway, yeah, this guy, uh, I think is is it Jordan Maxwell? Uh, I think that's his name. No, I think that's one of, like, the rapists from Epstein's Island. No, that's Peterson. Oh. Whatever. This guy has a, a thing called the Secrets of the Symbols. And he was talking about the Epic of Gilgamesh. And he yeah. was just going through and making parallels to the story of Jesus and the story of King David and all this stuff. And he was basically saying, like, this is one story that has happened over and over and over again using all of these same symbols, right? Yeah. So the reason we were excited uh, at the time uh, was because. In this, like, well, like maybe three, four minute video, he literally, uh, like approached maybe like six of the main topics that we've had on our podcast in the last couple of yeah, episodes. yeah. Literally, it was like the day after we recorded last week's episode, um, yeah. where I was talking about Mithraism, yeah, yeah, and um, or Mithraism, according to him, but he's English, so I don't know. No, he's um, American, I think. He is, I think so. Oh. He doesn't have... Sometimes when people have faces like that guy, I just hear them in a British accent. Oh, uh, yeah. If, <laughs> what is that? I don't know. British face? Do you think that's something that the British people like or that they dislike? They don't want to be associated with... Uh, with what us, uh, what, what? Like, uh, person, like, looking older, being British. You know what I mean? Like, maybe they want to be associated with, like, a younger person that's like in shape. Mm. Oh yeah, that's what. Cause he did look like it. Uh, you ever see? You remember in Alice in Wonderland where mm. they had uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum? Yeah, yeah. He looked like one of them guys. <laughs> yeah. Except for not it was red, dark hair instead of red. Yeah, yeah. But that's what he looks like, and then he talks in this very like monotone, like kind of almost hypnotizing yeah yeah and he kind of like repeats the same like factoid like three times in a row which it like kind of nails it in for you it does yeah but But he brought up he was basically comparing the story of gilgamesh to the uh god mithra Mm. and then he was also comparing him to christ and then all these other because it's not just gilgamesh it's actually what i found out which i still couldn't find like uh 
like one cohesive story of the whole thing. Yeah. That the epic of Gilgamesh actually comes from the epic of Inanna. Yeah, yeah. And Inanna is who the fuck we talked about on our Easter episode. Exactly. So we're on to something. We're on to something. Um, and then they and he this guy anyway, he touched on Mithraism, he touched on the secret societies, he touched on all the symbolism and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it was really interesting. So we were trying to find out like where can we find like the full story of the Epic of Gil- Gilgamesh. Yeah, or at least in like video form. Or at least some like uh what like uh respected scholar like discussing yeah discussing something. but it's almost like nobody wants to talk about There's, it yeah almost no information about it that you can find because it seems like it's they're <clears throat> trying to like either hide it or i don't know because i think the the story was that they did find a copy of it but they said that it was after like B, like bc yeah yeah um uh, or no bce mm. whatever the fuck it is um but then they found another version of it in like tablet form that they could confirm that was like thousands of years older than Christ. Yeah. So they were like, all right, like you guys literally stole the entire old and new Testament from the stories in this fucking thing. Yeah. And apparently and th- most of like Hinduism and like everything. Well, apparently right? that, yeah. Apparently people over the years have, uh, taken that stance and have, uh, come across some serious problems yeah, they get upset about it. Yeah, They're like, no way. This is like no way that we stole like that exact same story. Yeah. From this. Like, I mean, obviously they did. Weren't you just saying that Napoleon was trying to blow up the pyramids? And that, yeah, there's, we saw a trailer for uh, Joaquin Phoenix. He's going to play Napoleon Bonaparte. And uh, there's a scene in there where we see him uh, light. I think he's lighting the can- cannon. And it just fires on the pyramids. <laughs> you think Napoleon destroyed one of the pyramids? I don't know. Like, what did they know? Because Hitler was going after the same stuff. Mm. Like, he was going after the same type of, like, esoteric knowledge. Like, yeah. ancient architecture. What is it? Like, ge- sacred geometry type of shit. Yeah. Like, that everybody's going after. Right, yeah. Um. But for some reason, they were, like, really into it. Those, uh dictators yeah yeah so i'm wondering like what did he think they were or maybe they were like more than what they are now back what just dropped my phone did i fuck up the noise no um did i fuck up the noise bring me noise i told you we were gonna bring the noise um no but i'm saying like i was what what was i saying um you don't even remember you dropped your phone yeah, I dropped my phone. It kind of, it just kind of like skewed my whole thought. Process. Well, anyway, listen, we're gonna see if we can find some more information about this because yeah, we're because really it's excited. Yeah, really interesting, about, and yeah. like we we want to see like the whole story like put together, where like I don't know. I mean, I guess I could fucking read it or something, but then at the same time, like, who knows who translated it? Because yeah. so many things translate differently. Yeah, and they can translate it one, and I think that's what happened is. They translated it one way and it read a, like a little bit differently. So it like was different enough from the Old and New Testament that they could say like it wasn't the same story. Yeah. But then when they found the older version and realized that like some of the words were changed, mm-hmm. like fucking always. Yeah, yeah. They were like, hold on. Like literally every religion has come from this. It's It's got christianity it's got uh judaism it's got islam it's got parts of like hinduism it's got like um scientology i don't know i mean i guess 
But it was all that shit, like, in one story. Yeah. And um, it's been suppressed, if, if, if nothing else. That's a bold statement. I mean, come on. They're trying to suppress, like, shit all... Every time there's, like, an, a, a discovery of, like, some ancient, like, ruins and... Well, in China, when, remember when they found that, like, uh, uh, terracotta soldier city? And then they oh, were like, yeah. all right, you guys can't do any more digging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the second they start... When we watched that um, documentary about the pirates and how mm. they were maybe connected to the Knights Templar. Yeah, yeah. And, like, they, they found this area that they thought, uh, was it Blackbeardsville it was, mm. and found gold down there. And then, like, when they brought it up, like, the government shut the fucking investigation down. Uh, it was, like, Bermuda, I think. Yeah. It was, like, Bermuda. one of those Caribbean Yeah, yeah, islands. it was in, yeah. And, uh, yeah, they found, like, some... Uh, what was it like a, like a silver ingot or something like a big long heavy yeah it was like bar. a big ass piece of silver yeah but it had the like... stamp of like the pirates or whatever and they when mm-hmm. they brought it up to the surface they had like literally the president of the country there and he was like uh you guys are gonna give that to me right <laughs> yeah he was like shut it down no more digging <laughs> and they do that everywhere so it's like what do we get to know you know right yeah exactly or do we just move forward and stop digging through the past mm, no I mean you could but I guess you gotta do that eventually but if you never go back to to like just kind of like re like re repair yeah like what you learned that was wrong I feel like you kind of have to yeah but um so when I heard this guy talking um I was like, oh, my God, literally every like our, the last 15 episodes, there was at least like one thing that we talked about and like what this guy was saying, um, which was crazy. Um, so we were trying to watch his documentaries, but he's just like you can only listen to him in like five minute bursts. I feel like, yeah, almost <laughs> like people listening to this podcast. I know they're probably like, fucking, can you just make a joke about come? Well, speaking of that, uh, did you want to talk about your ex- experience that you had? This yeah. Week? Yeah, I do. I want to talk about <laughs> it. So I have a day job. Yeah. As we both do. Mm-hmm. And I'm a nurse and I work in a, uh, building that is like a, um, what would you call that? Like a corporate building? It's like a yeah, multi-story. But it's multi. It's it's multi-story building that m- uh, many different companies operate out of. So yeah. it's, it would be like going to the mall. Yeah. Not yeah. like a, a but like of businesses. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm outside of my office building, just like sitting out front on like the picnic tables, mm. speaking with my coworker, mm. and all of a sudden this guy comes like driving past like in front of where we were sitting, mm. and he's screaming. And I'm just, like, ignoring him, talking to Nicole still. And there's guys, like, there's always freaking uh, the people that do the landscaping. I swear to yeah. God, they're landscaping there every single day. I've never seen so many, so much landscaping done. Yeah. But it always looks the same. But anyway, I digress. So they're doing their landscaping, and this guy's like, motherfucker, like, screaming like you would think, like, if it was, like, a uh, maybe, like, a married couple that were in some sort of, like, vicious argument. Mm. That's the way he was screaming. Mm. And, like, we were both kind of, like, not really paying attention until he comes up and, like, pulls up so we could see, like, his face. So this dude was in his car, and yeah. you, you guys were outside we just were outside, chilling like, on a bench. Yeah, we were, we were, like, there's, like, little picnic benches. Yeah, at, like, but still, like, of, like, next the to the building, spot. right? Right in front of, well, yeah, we were, like. It's not blocking the parking spots or anything. No, no, no. We right. were literally sitting 
thing like where we where you can go and sit if you're on a break. Right, right. And um, there's parking spots like, like there's a, a grassy area and then there's a curb and then there's some parking spots right yeah, there. Yeah. So the guy's pulling like in front of these parking spots and he's screaming. And then he kind of like comes to like where there's an open spot so we can see him. Mm. And he's like, you stupid fucking worthless bitches, screaming. And I'm like, I look up and I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, you fucking stupid bitch. You better fucking answer me when I when I talk to you. I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, where's the front of the building? And I was like, I, you got to drive around this way. He's like, yeah, that's right. You better fucking tell me where I want to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know exactly how he said it, but Very he talked to me like, like confrontational, it, confrontational, like aggressively violent. Like I thought because and then, because when he started to ask us where the front of the building was, he like whipped the car into the spot mm. so he could easily like jump the curb and hit us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I like he scared the shit out of me. So, like, when we were, like, it's around front, um, he's still screaming, like, you fucking stupid bitches, like, you're so, you're worthless, like, I have no idea why this guy's screaming the way he is. Yeah. And then, um, uh, then, where was I going? Oh, yeah. So then he drives around to the front, and, um, he's, like, just kind of, like, circling the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And, um... As, oh shit, I forgot that part. <laughs> what I what I was getting to, as he was like pulling away, I like started to get angry as I like realized what was going on. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't fucking work for you. Yeah. And I like gave him the finger. And yeah. I was like, that was really stupid because I, this guy's really angry and might have a gun. Yeah. And um, so then I got really scared. And like luckily, like one of our coworkers outside, and we told him what happened. And then the, as we're telling him what happened, the guy comes like, like driving up the side Mm. of where we were standing and then he's like yelling at another girl who's walking up the street like talking about how he was gonna like eat her out the fuck it was fucking wild so i mean i was about to be like lunchtime and i had patience to see so i just like grabbed my shit and got my car and got the fuck out of there yeah but like i was so mad and then at the same time my coworker that was with me was trying to like justify to him like why she didn't answer him right away yeah and i'm like what are you doing? Like, <laughs> fucking. It's She's like, trying to be nice. Yeah, I'm like, fuck that. Like, if you want me to be, I'm no, I have no problem, you know, telling people where I don't. But I don't work for the building. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't work for for this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can I go up to my office. I don't have to talk to anybody coming in. I don't have to talk to anybody. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. fucking work for you, buddy. And I got really upset about it. So. No, let me ask you a I question. I bagel Boston. How, you did bagel Boston. How different would your reaction have been if you had a gun? What would you have done? Um, I I don't know. Like I I've always said I feel like I'm too uh, clumsy to own a gun. One hundred percent. Yeah. So I you just, couldn't keep it loaded or with anything inside of it. No. Or I would like leave my fucking car windows down and it would be like in like the side thing and then it would just be like waterlogged and can you even use a waterlogged gun? Mm. It ruins your car radio. I know that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I got a feeling that you'd be the type to just put it like in, in your hip, like your waistband, and just like show it like a like a cholo. Like we got a problem here, Holmes. Yeah, I don't like. I would <laughs> if I did that. I would make sure it's completely never loaded. You came to the wrong like, business park, Holmes. Yeah, I would just have it like never loaded and just use it like you know what I mean as yeah. like a prop. Yeah. Well, just get a prop one then. Just paint the the orange John black. Back the, black. Yeah, or just remove it. I used to, we used to play with cap guns as a kid, and they had those uh, uh, pieces like in the front, like 
covering the barrel. Yeah. So it would like prevent any like sparks from coming out. And we used to always remove that part. So when we walked up to our friends and shot the cap gun, it would create like a little burn mark on their skin. Yeah, of course. That was the fun part. Yeah. Because we didn't have access to real guns. Yeah, so you did the best you could. (laughs) Well, the coworker I told was like, well, that's why I stay strapped. And I was like, well, I'm glad I came to you. Yeah. Um, But he was like, yeah, guys, I'll get in your car and get out of here. Like, I'll watch you. I watch you get in your car. Yeah. Because I don't, like, this dude was just a fucking raving lunatic. Did you check to see if he didn't have, like, a Bluetooth on or anything? Maybe it was uh, no, like I didn't check to see anything. Trying to have two him. different conversations at the same no, time. No, he literally was screaming and yelling and pointing at us because ah! he, kind of like, he didn't get out of the car, but he put his whole body like out the window, kind of. You know what I mean? Oh man! Like 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 the top, and he's like screaming like this. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you didn't see that act out, um, you know he's like he had his like top half like screaming at us. Yeah. And I'm like, well, like what makes you think? That just somebody sitting outside of somewhere owes you, like, anything. Mm. I don't have to give you fucking directions. I don't have to say anything to you. That's true. I, and, yeah. like, the audacity. It was like, who the fuck? And then at the same time, like, I hope this guy isn't going to kill me. That's true, yeah. So. Well, you know, sometimes uh, I found, like, there's, a like, a psychological exercise that you can do. Yeah. To help you, like... uh work through these things in your head like after the fact like after they've happened yeah um but it kind of like reduces the amount of like uh residential like trauma that you have to deal with when you're recounting these memories yeah um and so i heard that the thing that the best thing to do is uh to like basically like reenact these things out loud but change the characters right Mm -hmm. so or they could be the same character, but it'd be, like, a character, like, maybe with, like, a, a different celebrity's voice or something. Okay. So I want you to try to, like, have the interaction, right? I'll be you, and then you <laughs> okay. you be the you be the guy, but then uh, do it as Nicolas Cage, okay? Uh, three, two, one, and go. Uh, here I am, just hanging out. I'm outside. Beautiful day. Hey, uh, can you tell me where the front of the building is? Uh, hey, uh... You stupid fucking bitch! Oh, okay. You stupid bitch! Uh. You're a fucking worthless bitch! You can't, you, you can't... You fucking answer me when I ask you a goddamn question! You can't talk to me like that. Uh, you're a fucking worthless stupid ass bitch! Okay. Rolls my car around the front of the building. I don't fucking know. It's like I'm trying to stay in Nick Cage... But it's a different energy than this guy had. I would give him more like Somali pirate energy. Mm. Actually, and no, he was way more mad than that. And scene. No. You know what? I think that was a pretty no, spot on. No, you did a bad impression of me. Well, I think you did a pretty spot on Nicolas Cage impression. I was except, doing except, when he said you ripped my shirt. Except for that last part where you were talking about how I don't know if Nicolas Cage would have said it like this. I don't know if Nicolas Cage would have said that like that. But other than that, I thought it was all right for a Nicolas Cage impression. Well, I wasn't here to do a fucking impression. I was here to tell you a story whoa. about me getting oh, verbally whoa, whoa, assaulted. Whoa, 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 oh my god, did this guy give me the evil eye? Did he give you the evil eye? What's that? I don't that know. Mean? He just, you know, like he just made me more aggressive. Oh, he might have. I now realize that that psychological exercise might have made things worse. 
Yeah. <laughs> Keep that in mind for yeah, a story we mind. have later. Um, <laughs> right. But like, I mean, okay. So here's my whole thing with this is like, now I don't feel fucking safe in the building that I work in because there's no security guard there. Yeah. There's like, anybody could just walk in yeah. to, to any of the floors at any point. Well, it was always like that, though. It was always like that, but I was never, like, verbally assaulted. Yeah. By, like, like, out of the blue. Like, I didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just just trying to process it, okay? We just gotta Um, get uh, the top of a gun and just put it in your waistband. Like, can you just get the top, like, the handle? That's really all you need, right? Like, you like, don't think have, like, of the like, barrel? Yeah, think of, like, a gun, like, in a waistband, right? And yeah. then just cut everything off from the gun from the waistband down. Yeah. So you just need that part. Can you just get that part? Um, well, here's the thing. If you use a fake one, yeah, you don't want to know anyway, because that back part of the fake one probably looks like the real one, right? You can tell whether or not something's heavy. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they're not going to take it from your waistband. You're just going to brandish it from, like, uh, <laughs> like 50 feet away. Like, just and be like, what? Yeah. What's up, Holmes? <laughs> That's my you impression. What's up, like, Holmes? I, t- I, have a, I have a Mexican accent in your mind. Hey, I never said anything about Mexican, okay? All right, it wasn't. It was some sort of Latin accent. <laughs> um, let's get to this next next subject here uh let's skip to my loo i just want to say something uh this next thing i've been telling people all my life uh it's a very very unpopular opinion that has gotten me into a lot of hour-long sometimes days-long arguments with various people that have come into my life over the years yeah um, but I just want to reiterate, this might be the first time that I'm saying this into the podcast. And almost like how you have that grudge against Goodwill. I have a grudge against uh, this next uh, topic. Well, the band in this next topic. Yeah. Um, because they've always sucked, in my opinion. Uh, and that is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Uh, they stink. Uh, they don't make good music. Uh, and if you like them, uh, you have questionable choices, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you at least need to go do some community service. Yeah. Um, do, okay, so have you ever heard a Red Hot Chili Pepper song like, and thought, this is good? I mean, they're all catchy. So the there catchy, was probably was a point in my life music, that right? I was just like... Was that? Uh, Under the Bridge or something. Oh, okay. Or Californication. Yeah, They all yeah. sound the goddamn same. Are they the same? They could have made one song. Mm. No, they had a lot. Yeah. But it wasn't like, I never, I've never, I didn't feel the rage that you felt towards them um, until now. I so just why would you tell everybody? I would have conversations with people and they'd be like, people that like, let's say predominantly don't listen to anything like mainstream or like uh, rock and roll. So they would say, uh, you know, I like rock music. And I'm like, really? Like, what, what's like your definition of that and like what's your favorite band and this is like in like what 99 98 around there right and uh i would say like 95 percent of the time uh red hot chili peppers will come up on people's uh lists of their best or favorite bands to listen to Uh, and it always made me angry since i was a young lad and i don't know did you know why at the time or you just didn't like the sound of their music every time i would hear their music it would be like nails on a chalkboard really and i was always like this 
hurts me. And you want to know when I uh, got really emotional about it was when they were on the Beavis and Butthead movie. And I was like, I can't believe Beavis and Butthead did that. I can't believe they put these pieces of shit on their movie. I know. They're such respectable guys. Ugh. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> we're bringing this up now because I just found out uh, an interesting little factoid about the lead singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Mr. Anthony Kiedis. Um, and it, what kind of last name is that? I don't know. What do, what do you think it is? Is it Greek or something? Uh, well, they said he was like from the Midwest or some shit like that. That could be anything. But then he went to California with with his papa. Um, so we we found so this. He's out. a nepo baby, number one. He's a well. Um, we found this out yesterday, and uh, we were laughing about it for a pretty long time. But anyway, uh, I just found out that Anthony Kiedis of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, admitted in his biography or his memoirs uh, called Scar Tissue um, <laughs> that he had sexual relations with a 14-year-old girl. Knowingly. Uh, he was 23 at the time. Um, apparently they met backstage after one of his shows. Uh, they had intercourse and then she went along with him to the next stop on the tour. I guess they were in Louisiana at the time. Uh, and the next stop of the, of the tour was uh, Baton Rouge. Um, so after the show the next day, uh, she like went with them on that like the next day to their like next next stop or whatever. Yeah. Um, after the the show the next day, uh, the child approached Anthony Kiedis, who was 23 at the time, uh, and she told him, "I have something to tell you. Uh, my father's the chief of police in my town, and the entire state of Louisiana is looking for me." Uh, because I've gone missing, apparently. <laughs> Is that when she told him she was 14? Yeah, and then the rest of the quote was, oh, and, and I'm only 14. And then they had sex after that. Well, so Kiedis, uh then went on to say, I wasn't scared because in my deluded mind, I knew that if she told the chief of police that she was in love with me, he wasn't going to have me taken out to a field and shot. But I did want to get her back home right away. So we had sex one more time. Right, so then he writes a song called, what is it called, like, uh, Catholic Schoolgirls? He credited uh, that experience with that girl, with that child, that 14-year-old child, uh, for uh, the lyrics and, the, I guess, inspiration behind the 1985 hit Red Hot Chili, Chili Pepper song. Uh, oh, Catholic, shit, that was 1985? 1985, Catholic Schoolgirls Rule. Yeah, and the whole thing was just Catholic schoolgirls rule eight times over and over. Yeah, like that, and then it would have like like a stanza, I think they call it. A George Costanza. Yeah, of like, uh, this is why uh, it's cool to do this, and then it was like just the name of the <laughs> the song over and over again. He's like, this is gonna be in my book one day. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so he knowingly did well, this with a fourteen year old. But like, okay, I didn't really not. I'm not arguing for Anthony Kiedis because that's wild. But like, all of his what are the people that came like right before him? Uh, predecessors. Yeah, they all had songs about fucking children. David Bowie. Fucking who's that? She's just 16 years old. Leave her alone. Oh yeah. Wake up, little Susie. Fucking the Beatles. Uh, yeah. Uh, who else is a musical pedophile? Oh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Um, yeah, it, it, it happened a lot. Yeah. 
Um, Don't stand so close to me. Oh yeah. Which I loved that song until I realized what it was about. Yeah. Well, was that from the perspective of the victim, though? No, I think, I think that they was... were trying to say like this isn't cool. My teacher's trying to do stuff. Oh, maybe he was saying that. Yeah. I guess you're right. Um, so anyway, yeah, he wrote all this in his memoir, Scar Tissue. Uh, he's also <laughs> said in the past. Uh, he's talked about oh, God. trying heroin for the first time at 14 <laughs> with his drug dealer drug dealer father, whose name was Blackie Dammit. Uh, Blackie Dammit? That was his dad's name. He was, a, he was a drug dealer to the Hollywood elite. What was his government name? I don't know. I never, I didn't look that up. But he also, he also talks about uh, peeking in on Cher when she was in the bathroom, when she was uh, babysitting him one year. <laughs> Can um, you imagine if she, like, Cher was your babysitter as a child? That would have been cool. I had a blind babysitter. You had a blind babysitter? Yeah, she was legally blind. What are you trying to say blonde? Blind. Oh like, can't, shit. like she had she could see like shapes. Yeah, yeah. And like I mean what kind of shapes that were there? Yeah, like okay. <laughs> my mom like picked her because she could spot my brother like across the field. Oh. And she only charged her like two dollars an hour per kid, so Oh, that's pretty good. How old was she? I mean, she was like I mean, past babysitting age. Oh, like no. she's in her twenties. Oh, no. And she was blind? Yeah. Damn. What happened to her? You ever look her up these days? Yeah, we're friends on Facebook. Nice. Shout out. Shout out. Can, um, she used to bring toys, but then she would get mad because, like, um, if, like, we messed up, like, her toys, she'd be fuck. She'd be pissed. How could she tell? Like, like, she would bring over, like, these, like, weird, like, like wooden puzzle things. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I as a kid, we thought she was like bringing us gifts, and she'd be like, "No, yeah. like don't mess that up. That's my toy." Yeah, yeah. I just brought it here for you guys to play with. Yeah, I, I need it back at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, Anthony Kiedis uh, also talked about dating the daughter, the daughter of the singer Donovan. Oh. Uh, when she was sixteen and he was twenty-four. Hmm. Uh, apparently that was a very serious relationship. Yeah, um, and I wrote down this last little factoid. Uh, apparently he talks about this a lot. Uh, he talks about losing his virginity to his father's eighteen-year-old girlfriend uh, when he was just twelve years old. So, is this one of those cases where like the um, victim becomes the villain? I mean, yeah. Like, it's fucked up. <laughs> you know? Like, this guy's gonna be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame one day. Is he already in there? I think they might be already in there. Do they take pedophiles out? Like, once mm. they put somebody into to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I don't think so, because David Bowie's definitely still in there. Yeah, but he wasn't like a... Like, was it like a known thing? I think that the chick was 12 or 14, some shit like that. And he's the one that was like, I'll pay you to, like like, let me marry her? No, that was, that that was, was Ted Nugent, brother. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's weird. But I also remember, like, in the 90s, like, that was, like, not that weird. Like, fucking American Beauty with the fucking rapist Kevin Spacey as the number one, you know. <laughs> How funny is movie. that? How funny did that movie age? <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> but, you know. But at least he, like, was a little bit more progressive with it. Yeah. That's true. You know. Mm. I don't know, man. 
Yeah, it's just like I, I don't think anybody should support uh, pedophiles or the red hot. Well, first, don't support the red hot chili peppers. <laughs> then after that, then you bring in. Yeah, after that, things. it's not our lives. But yeah, yeah. like, you probably shouldn't <laughs> fucking support pedophiles. You know, yeah, exactly. Known pedophiles. If they're known, yeah. If they're known, they make themselves known. I still can't watch Palm Stars without like kind of like feeling a little bit. Mm, I don't know about, about Chun Li. Yeah. I don't think did he do anything. They found, like, some kind of shit on one of his computers, but, like, he was able to prove that it, like, wasn't his. I think, yeah, he, I think he bought that computer. And okay. And he hadn't, like, cleared it out or, like, deleted the stuff that was previously on there. But I think what he got in trouble for was they, like, raided his house to see if he had any more, like, kitty stuff. Mm-hmm. And while they didn't find that, I think they did find, like, a bunch of guns that he hadn't legally brought from the pawn shop to his house. like he he illegally brought them so oh, and, okay. and they found like a bunch of like drugs like meth and shit like that oh so they found meth i think they found meth i mean he's back on the show and he lost a ton of weight i know Th- shout out meth <laughs> yeah so all i'm saying is don't ever support the red hot chili peppers yeah. um so let's move on to uh this next story or this next topic uh we saw a pretty crazy documentary i feel like all of our topics are just based off yeah of we're just watching documentaries and telling you about them yeah <laughs> no but secretly this is like um th- this is still research for me yeah yeah because um when i looked into like the like some of the stuff behind the scenes that weren't in the documentary mm. it was kind of interesting okay so so let's what was the name of the documentary was it we like watched that, uh so it was in spanish so we actually had to read it anyway mm. yeah um it was called the los narcos satanicos okay it was or on the narco satans and satanists and it's on hbo yeah yeah so check that out. Um, but anyway, it goes through the story of, I guess, this dude. Um, his name is Adolfo. Uh, what the fuck is his last name? Okay, I'm sorry. His name is Adolfo um, Alphonse? No. What the fuck is this guy's name? It was... I Yeah, it was Adolfo something. Oh, I'm sorry. Adolfo de Jesus Costanzo. Costanzo. That's what it was. What the fuck? How did, didn't I just say that about somebody else? Uh, what were we just saying? You said, uh, it's Gore-Tex. It's Gore-Tex. Hmm. Anyway, so this dude, Alfonso... I'm sorry, Adol- Adolfo. I don't know why. I keep wanting to call him Alfonso. Mm, it makes more sense. Yeah, like Adolfo. Is that a is that a popular name? Like, mm, I guess it's like for the your people. <laughs> my people. It's the Spanish version. I guess it's the Spanish version of Adolf, right? Yeah, I mean that's what I got out of it. Yeah, I guess it's only popular in South America. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, so anyway, this guy is like a um, like a a bruja. Yeah, a bruja. an el jefe. Yeah. Um, and he is a practitioner of uh, magic. Yeah. But I, I thought it was Santeria that he was practicing, but it's a form of like that type of uh, magic, but it's called Palo Mayombe. Yeah, yeah. And basically, um, it's a bunch of rituals and stuff that support different deities, which is like literally <laughs> half the shit I was reading about in the other, uh, you know, cult mystery documentaries or whatever yeah 
Because the one thing was saying that, like, they, they pick, like, a deity that they're going to work with. Mm-hmm. Usually, like, some of them work with all of them. Some pick just one. Mm-hmm. But um, they rely on the blood sacrifices to feed to the people that they're working with. Mm-hmm. So the people that they work with are, like, not necessarily, like... Um, Demons? Not demons, but they're not, like, a deity, quote unquote like they could be like your dead ancestor Mm -hmm. or like you know what i mean like it could just be any person that's no longer living yeah yeah so they like i don't know they go to grave sites they sometimes take people's like bones and stuff yeah to do these rituals that they're doing Mm. and i guess eventually the theory is that this guy started um killing people to use their bodies for like rituals yeah so um, they ha- they had the- they showed the story from the perspective of this lady who was supp- supposedly like the priestess of like the religion that they were practicing. Mm. So um, her name's Sarah uh, Alfonte. Sarah something. I don't know. But anyway, Sarah is like the the priestess of all this. She learns she had been practicing Santeria before she met this Alfonso guy. Mm. She said, "What did she? How did she say that she met him? Because I forget that part." I think she said she was in like college or something. And, and he, he like pulled over on the side of the road and like basically like cornered her. Uh no, yeah. you know what you know what it was. She said that uh, he like they pulled out of like they were in traffic, mm-hmm. and he almost like crashed into her. I think. And that was the first time she saw him. And then I think she saw him, like, around her college campus or something like that. And then people told her who he was. So then she went out and tried to go look for him. And then they just became friends or whatever. Yeah, so she, like, ended up getting... I guess she was, like I said, a practitioner of Santeria. But she must have gotten initiated into this Palo Mayombe Mm. religion. And, um... It says that they use human parts instead of the animal parts for mm-hmm. their rituals because they think that it gives it more power mm-hmm. behind the spells instead of using, like, you know, eye of rabbit. Yeah. Like, eye of man is better. Yeah. So, the, basically, the whole reason that they even got caught was because they got this kid that was, like, a med student that was down in Mexico. Was it Mexico? It was Mexico, yeah. They were down in Mexico for, like, a whatever, like, some sort of, like, spring break or something. And um, he was one of the the victims that they found. Well, so, okay, so this is what happened. So he was down there. Oh, we didn't even tell you what happened. Oh, my God. So there's yeah. this guy that's a fucking, he, does, he plays, he practices this religion. He murders all these people, and then they find them in his ranch. I don't know if I laid that down as the picture. They find, like, a ton of bodies in the ranch. So go ahead. So, this kid, this it was an American kid. He was a med student. He was in college, and uh, I guess uh, the town that he grew up in in Texas like borders this town in Mexico. So it's like normal for people from this Texas town to go and like on the Mexican side and go to the bars or whatever. So uh, apparently he was there with a bunch of his friends. Uh, he goes to use the bathroom. His friends go on without him and come back to the American side. Uh, and then they never see him again. Um, so then, you know, some time passes. Um, these uh, Mexican, like, federales, like, stop these uh, two guys 
Uh, I forget why they stopped. I've him. I've read I read that in an article. Like they ran they ran some like police roadblock. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's okay. what made them get chased in the first place. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they got chased, they got caught, uh, they got taken down to the police station. And uh, in the midst of, like, uh, interviewing them, I guess, as a way to, like, try to minimize the sentence that they were going to get, uh, these guys saw a picture of the uh, guy that went missing. And they were like, uh, we know who that is. Uh, he's out at the ranch. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? How do you know this guy? And they're like, because uh, we were the ones that were supposed to feed him and give him like uh water to drink and stuff and we also buried his body out on the ranch (laughs) so then uh the cops like go with these guys out to the ranch um they find the body because there was a wire sticking up from uh, a piece in the ground Mm -hmm. and they're like how do you know that it's there like what's that wire and the guy was like it's because uh we stuck that wire uh through the dead body's spine and we were going to leave it for a little while and then come back and pull the wire out and then use that wire as a uh, necklace. <laughs> but this guy just like nonchalantly gave them this information like and it was just like he thought he was like bulletproof, like literally. Yeah. So uh, they go through that. Uh, meanwhile, this uh, uh, Adolfo guy and this lady are like somewhere else, uh, like traveling. Right. Yeah. Um, and then they get the news that they found all these bodies at their ranch. So they go out on the run um, and they're, I guess, on the on the lamb for a while lamb. Yeah. Uh, until uh, they get found out. Uh, it ends in a shootout. Uh, the lady ends up walking out safely. Uh, and then the main guy and his lover were found uh, dead. Yeah. Together. Yeah. And then it goes into like what happens afterwards and like how. These, uh, what, like, uh, law officers, I guess it was like the attorney general or whatever, like, yeah, kind of like, like tortured this lady. Yeah, it was that was like, um, he would be working on cases that were like across the border, even though he was like an American cop. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And, um, so basically, like, in Mexico, the ro- rules are a lot different, like, yeah. as far as like preserving a crime scene and all that shit. Cause I was, so, I was reading an article about like it was called the 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 work of the devil. Okay. I think the article was written in like um like right when this shit happened in like nineteen eighty eight or something. Oh wow, okay. So um I was just reading like some some stuff out of that and it said that um the person that went like I guess the person that wrote this article went to that area, like to like the place where the um ranch and shit was Mm. and he's like and i don't believe in any of this shit but he was like calling it something about like the curse of the other side Mm. and um he said like i never wear my crucifix but i put it on for this Mm. i feel like it was that guy in the fucking documentary that wrote that you know what i mean which one The, the guy that was like all like hype about it being witchcraft Oh, yeah, 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 the so, journalist, yeah. yeah, yeah, so I'm like, maybe that was him, I, I gotta find it, um, because I had the article, like, screenshot, and now I can't find it, fine, but, yeah. um, it doesn't matter, but the things that I found were, number one, um, they think that, um, Sarah, like, they, she, she basically was in the whole documentary pleading why, why she was innocent and everything. Yeah, so she's currently in jail. She's in jail. She's been in jail for, like, 33 years. Yeah. Since it happened. Yeah. 
And um, she's got, like, another, what, like, 40 years on her sentence or something? No, like, another 18 years on her sentence. She did the math and explained it, yeah. I think yeah. she, she, yeah, she's going to have a couple more years unless she gets, like, uh, pardoned. But she was saying that, like, anytime she gets a new judge and they, like, uh, start to get interest in, like, her story and maybe, like, working with her to, like, help potentially get her out... Uh, immediately that judge is like changed to a different case. Yeah, I feel like they're definitely trying to keep that bitch in there because I read in the article, I read another article about it and mm. they were saying that American authorities said that if she ever gets let out of jail in Mexico, they're going to press charges against her for the murder mm. of that American guy. Gotcha, okay. But isn't that de- double jeopardy? Is it not double jeopardy if it happens in two different countries? Different countries, different court systems, I guess. So the story about this, um, the American guy that was killed, I forget what his name, Mark Kilroy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so the reason they got him was because this Adolfo guy said that he needed somebody that had a smart brain to make his spell more powerful. Powerful. Mm-hmm. So that's why. They According got to him. the official statement. According to the official statement. Now, after we watched um, the documentary, we kind of feel like they were set up. I mean, they were doing some weird shit that they probably should be in jail for, but I don't think uh, those bodies were attributed to these guys. But go ahead. Yeah. So um, I thought the thing about them wanting to go after her after it being, you know what I mean? If she gets let out in Mexico, mm-hmm. like have to have the Americans wanting to go after her. I'm like, they definitely have to have some stuff being like covered up here yeah because they were saying that this guy um had a lot this adolfo guy so basically in that part of mexico um they're very like a lot of people believe in that stuff like Mm. it's not really it's not like a not everybody practices it but everybody believes in it yeah so um when they saw like witchcraft happening at the place Mm -hmm. Um, they had to have somebody called a, uh, Commandore or something mm-hmm. come and like clean, cleanse the scene before they could <laughs> fucking do their investigation. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was one thing. And then, um, it's hilarious. Yeah. So, but then the guy that was in the, um, the, the journalist from the documentary was saying that like all these victims had the classic wounds on them of like torture that police would do to people mm-hmm. um, to get like answers out of them. Yep. And when the girl, Sarah, describes what they uh, did to her after she was arrested, it was literally the same things that they described that uh, they found on these bodies. Yeah, yeah. So then it's like, who do you believe? Yeah. But then again, then this fucking American, this American cop that for some reason is working the case over the border. I guess he's working it for the American side, mm. but he's doing his like detective work, like a goddamn you know cowboy. <laughs> and so they like they go to the place to look around first because of like the drug stuff. I guess mm. um, the it, this Adelfo guy. He was the godfather of the Hernandez family, and those were the people that were the drug runners. Mm-hmm. And they all believed that the rituals he were doing, he was doing, was keeping them safe in like all of their like drug, yeah, like endeavors. Yeah. So they didn't. They that's why they thought they were completely like bulletproof. So when the cops were there, like asking them questions, they like didn't even think like this. This isn't gonna affect me. Like I'm like you know. Yeah. I'm protected by this demon. (laughs) So, um, 
so, but I guess because so many people in that area believe in it, there's politicians that were coming to him and asking them to do like work for him. Right. Like it would be the same as like having a lawyer to have like a like a brujo, a brujo or a what. Um, whatever they call them, yeah. um, work for you. Yeah, it's yeah. like having a lawyer on staff, or how, you know what I mean. Like they just have them in that, like in that part of the country. Yeah. So he worked for a lot of important people. So like the thought is like they maybe used the land to bury people, mm-hmm. and then like let him use the bodies for his like rituals mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, but like it's just crazy because they were trying to find him. And this American cop decides, like, once they, like, go through the crime scene and, like, get all the bodies, um, he was like, well, the only way that we're going to get him to come back here is to, like, set this, it's called a, um, what's that thing called? They called it his cauldron. It was a cauldron, yeah, but the cauldron had all of, like, the remains, like, there was human remains and blood and all that shit in it. And I guess the more shit you put into the pot, like, the more, um power it has mm-hmm. um so they say yeah so uh the guy's idea was i'm just gonna burn this shit down yeah and it'll make him come out of his like hiding place right right but that didn't happen right he just no well that sarah chick said that uh they didn't burn his cauldron because she said if they would have did that then he would have like freaked out but she was like i think he knew that that what they did he knew about that, but he didn't react to it because it was like, maybe it was like a decoy cauldron or something. It was a decoy. I mean, but he did die like after that because she was like, he would have died instantly. Well, but, I mean, he didn't take that long. Yeah, but then she tells that story about how like she like slipped a note because supposedly he was, she was like his hostage or whatever. Yeah, she was his hostage and he sent her out to go look for a plastic surgeon because yeah. like they were like number one on the most wanted list. Yeah. And she said that she like went over to like a payphone to try and like make a call and she was just frozen. And then I guess one of the guys like picked her up picked and her put her up back and, inside. Like, put her, brought her back inside. And then she said that she like wrote a note on a piece of paper and was like, help, I need help. Like, please, like whatever she wrote on there, like I need to call the police. Yeah. And so the cops are like, no, she's lying, bitch. She made all this stuff up. Yeah. And uh, she's like, like they literally burnt the crime scene down. Well, they found they found a note supposedly, but then the one guy was like, I mean, there's nothing that tells us that she couldn't have wrote this after they caught her. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I mean, it's like it's it's crazy to me because like, first of all, um, like they wouldn't have ever found any of this if it wasn't the American kid that was killed. Yeah. Because I was reading like when I was reading more. Um, they were talking about the way they would pick their victims, which mm. I don't really know because they didn't really talk about who the victims were other than this American guy. Yeah. And they said they came from ranks of enemies. Um, and then they had kidnapped this cop. And when they kidnapped him, the cop pulled a gun. So that guy, Elio, that was in it, he was one of the Hernandezes, mm. shot the cop and uh, killed him. Okay. So they didn't have him for the sacrifice. Uh. So they were like, uh, I guess Adolfo was like, sent three guys out was like go find the first person you can find Uh so they ran out like found this 15 year old kid put a knapsack around him brought him back to adolfo Mm. fucking this guy elio beheads him with a machete and Mm. then realizes it's his fucking nephew what yes how crazy is that that's wild yeah and they still went along with it. They still went along with it i mean i guess he was like fuck what am i gonna do that's that anthony kiedis shit yeah 
Yeah, I mean, at least he didn't behead her. Uh, physically. Well, yeah, true. Yeah. So I thought that was, like, uh, pretty fucked up because, like, a lot of the, uh, like, the Santeria magic stuff with the blood sacrifices with animals is, like, I mean, that's is that socially acceptable? I think it is in certain countries, but that's also, like, the fringe. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like uh, in America, in the Christianity, the snake handlers. Like, oh, yeah, not yeah. every church <laughs> handles snakes, but some of them do. Some so of them do. Most of them get lumped into that category. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I just wonder, um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, when I was watching this, I'm like, where did they come up with this? But it's, like, a bunch, again, a bunch of different religions that, mm. like, came from, like, Africa and Cuba. Yeah. And just kind of, like, got distorted into, like, different things, like, the same way the whole, like you know, Rome and Egypt did the same yeah. thing. Yeah, exactly. And, like, even their stories sound the same, but their names are, like, Ngugu instead of uh, Inanna. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but they're still doing the shit to the same cults. And this bitch still believes in in it. Like, she's still into, like, Santeria. She's like, Santeria's not bad. You can just, you know, some of the practitioners can use it for evil. Yeah. And so she's in prison, like, fucking signing, like, tarot cards and, like... Making um, some money off of it. At the end, they show, uh, I guess the producers of the documentary, like, found a bunch of the old notebooks that she used to share with this adult oh, guy. Oh, yeah, what the fuck was and that about? they bring her, like, one of the notebooks, and she's, like, going through the notes and, like, trying to... Because exp- it's mostly written in, like, some type of weird code. And she's, like, trying to explain what it means. And then at the very, like, last scene, she gets to a certain, like, part of the book. And she looks up, like, at the camera and at the director. And then she, like, rips it out of the book. And she puts it inside of her pocket. And she's like, this this isn't for any... that That's for me. She's like, nobody can have this one. Yeah, and it looks like... What did it look like when we zoomed in? It, it kind of like looked a, like, a, like a map of, like, astrological star, like... That constellations or, it like or something. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's or a it looks like I had this one like thing a recipe, that honestly. was like different runes for like energy and like the way it flows and stuff, and it kind of looked like that. Yeah. So uh, it was kind of creepy the way she did that. But so like the cops are making it seem like she's like just like this like fantastical storyteller, but the cops are telling fantastical stories. Yeah, you can't and believe anybody involved. And even the one cop was like. Um, because they, they justified starting to shoot into, like, the hotel room where they had, like, finally got, had, like, their final showdown. I guess that's when she sent the note. All the bullet casings and all the uh, evidence that they found that had to deal with, like, the shootout and the firearms. All cops. They were all 9 millimeters, and the cops were the only ones that carried 9 millimeters Yeah, at and the, the time. one cop was like, oh, yeah, one of the cops definitely shot him. Like, yeah. it was pretty obvious. Yeah, cool, because the official story was that Adolfo killed his gay lover and then killed himself. But yeah. then the one cop was like, I, I went into the room after it was all said and done, and I saw the, both their bodies, like, riddled with bullets. But the whole thing is wild because these cops believe in this shit. So yeah. they're down there, like, literally, like, exercising the place before they could do their investigation. Yeah, yeah. I like, I mean, the lady had a point. Like, they didn't have uh, any, like... Well, I, you're in Mexico, so whatever. But like, they didn't. There was no like chain of evidence command. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they yeah. just fucking burned the place down. And she said, at any or the article said, like at any given time, there was like hundreds of, uh, 
press out mm. in like the fields behind like where they were digging. Yeah. And like that's not gonna ruin evidence and shit. You know what I right. mean? Like yeah, it was yeah. so uh it fucking it seemed like Waco, honestly. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I'm not saying that the guy wasn't a murderer, but it was funny because I was looking um I was looking up stuff about the guy himself and um it said that he was on that show that we watched, Most Evil. I think that's where we heard the story the first time. Oh. I, and um, it said that he was rated 22 on their scale, which was the highest that you could get for really? evil. Yeah, but I'm like, okay, but based on these people's stories, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because this lady claims that she didn't know that he was doing all this, like, stuff with killing people she thought like she knew that they were stealing bones from the cemetery yeah yeah but she didn't so she said she didn't think that they were actually like killing people to use their body parts for yeah the, i don't know but uh i did kind of feel bad for her it, or she's a really great actress i can't tell but she's still really into the magic so you're like yeah mm. <laughs> also like what did you slip in your pocket or you guys like go finish this <laughs> i don't know what do you think I don't know. I think I think it's a crazy story. Um, it's definitely worth checking out because it shows you, uh, what, what is it like that duality of like both sides of the story, but from a perspective of both sides, you go in knowing that both sides are lying. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like there's definitely something weird that was happening there, but yeah. I feel like the cops were trying to sensationalize it to take the spotlight off of. Uh, whatever politicians or whatever that was working with this guy for real. Yeah, you know what I mean? exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Definitely was, uh, it was definitely, uh, eye opening. <laughs> <laughs> definitely don't get in trouble in Mexico. No, don't. Yeah. Don't, don't do go that. practicing Santeria. Yeah. Or chasing waterfalls. Yeah. Or Californication. Definitely not that. Yeah. Um, so we saw another, uh, documentary series that was pretty interesting <laughs> this i remember reading about this when it first came out in the news yeah um but i never really like looked too deeply into it i guess because like nothing really i guess came of it besides like uh like the person losing their job but um we saw this documentary series it's called uh look into my eyes um it explores a case of a uh, former principal of a florida high school uh that hypnotizes students <laughs> he got a certificate um george kenny uh was his name and he's a former principal of north point high school in florida um he would use hypnosis on students in order to improve grades or sports or to address complex psychological issues <laughs> um now mr kenny 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 yeah he was a doctor, though, right? Well, he had a doctorate <laughs> in uh, education, I believe. Um, but he, he kept a doctor in front of his name. Yeah. Um, his methods were called into question uh, in 2011 uh, when three students died uh, consecutively, uh, but for various reasons during the school year. Um, I guess that, they, that shit happened, and then they were like trying to look for somebody to blame. And that was one of the weirdest things that happened to those kids recently. So they were like, oh, it was obviously this. Yeah, it's it would be like, I mean, it is kind of weird. But, like, I wonder, like, out of the whole, like, graduating class, 
how many people did this dude hypnotize? Well, so like, to say how weird it was that three of them died because one of them died in a. You wanna you want to tell him? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um. So I think the whole like thing with blaming him started as like a rumor, either like in school or like in one of these like message social yeah, media like things. Yeah, Facebook and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Then the rumor was uh, picked up by the local news. So the local news started doing stories about how the principal might have been at fault. And then because that started getting traction, it became like a national story. Yeah. Um, And then the parents, like, I don't think the parents really even thought much of it until they, like, started hearing the rumors. And they're like, wait a minute. It seemed like most of them were, like, into it. Yeah, no, they definitely, most of the parents whose kids didn't kill themselves were like, Oh, man, yeah, he really helped my kid. Yeah, so (laughs) one of the students died in a car wreck uh, after he was driving home from a dentist appointment. Uh, He was, uh, According to his girlfriend, who was in the passenger seat, who survived, um, she said they were listening to Katy Perry's fireworks, (laughs) and then all of a sudden his, like, entire body, like, went blank. Like, he just, like, froze up, and she's like, what are you doing? And she said she tried to wake him up, and then it didn't work, and he crashed into a tree, and then he died. Um, (laughs) But, like... mm. Why didn't she just grab the wheel? Because where was she going to put the wheel? I, I don't know. Just like If his wait. foot is on the gas. Well, at least if you turn it, you're not going to hit the tree, maybe. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know, but I, that's maybe kind of she didn't have the seizure. time to like react. I mean, he was coming f- straight from a dentist appointment. Oh, they didn't even talk about that. Yeah, yeah. This motherfucker had had like Novocaine or maybe anesthesia beforehand. Yeah, they didn't really talk about it because nobody interviewed the dentist apparently uh (laughs) before they started blaming the weird principal um so yeah so the one kid died in a car accident the other two cases uh were uh due to self-inflicted wounds yeah um kenny worked at the school from 1999 or was it 99 yeah 1999 to 2011 so that was what like 20 that's 12 years 12 years 99 to 2011? Yeah. Yeah, that's 12 years. Oh, shit. Oh, but it said that he had, like, had a job beforehand. Oh, okay. So that's how he was able... Because I think he needed his, like, 30-year uh, thing to get his pension. Um, And I guess the 2011 I always thought that 10-year meant, like, you were there for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dumb. Um, <laughs> apparently, he hypnotized up to 75 people while he was at the school. That's it? Including students, staff members, and staff members' children. Wait, so out of 75, three killed themselves? Two killed themselves. One of them... uh, One one, one had an oopsie while he was driving. One had an oopsie-daisy? Yeah. That's like 5%. Is it? Yeah. I'm gonna just take your word for that one. Maybe a little bit less. Um, so that's a lot. He, George Kenny, he learned his techniques from uh, DVDs <laughs> and from attending a five-day training session in late 2009. So it wasn't until almost the tail end of 2009 that he got his uh, formal training, his formal five-day training. Yeah, before it was free on YouTube. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it just wasn't formal. So think about it. So late 2009, so I guess you wouldn't count to that. So let's say 2010 to 2011, he hypnotized 75 people. Yeah. It's one year. And 
three of them died. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking he had hundreds. I feel like three out of seven seventy-five. Not bad. Like, two point five is five percent of seventy-five. So. Okay. Yeah, that's a like, that's kind of a big number. It's more than died of COVID. Um, you have a better chance of dying after you get a get a uh, hypnotization by Dr. Kenny than you do if you uh, get COVID. Yeah. Um. He was charged with two misdemeanors in January 2012, uh, and they were operating no practicing therapeutic hypnosis without a license, (laughs) which is illegal in the state of Florida. Is it only Florida? Oh, I got some notes about that. Um, In February of 2012, he entered a plea of no contest as part of the deal that saw him serve one year of probation, during which he was not allowed to practice. Unlicensed hypnosis. Um, <laughs> was he allowed to practice unlo- unlicensed hypno- hypnosis after? Like after that one year? Uh, yeah, we it? saw the documentary. We saw him. Oh, yeah. We saw him commit the crime again. <laughs> I thought that was going to be like one of those. Um, what is that show where they like ca- to catch a predator? Mm. Like where they catch the person in action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, gotcha, bitch. Well, he, okay, so he <laughs> hadn't like after the scandal, he like left the school and he I hadn't, he hadn't like returned. And then like, I guess because he was filming the documentary, they were like, he was like, I want to go back to the school and like walk around. So like, they were interviewing people about this whole story, and then eventually they asked them, like, what do you guys think about him going back to the school to walk around? And they were all like, I mean, I don't got a problem. Wait, is he allowed to do that? That's what his, and his lawyer was like, um, yeah, I don't think he's allowed to do that. And they were he's like, probably, well, he's, uh, he's going to do it. He's there. <laughs> I was waiting for the police to hop out. That's honestly. what I was saying. It would have been hilarious if the uh, people who made the documentary were like, let's call the cops. I now. mean, for a motherfucker that was hypnotizing people, like, pretty well. Like, it seemed like he had, like, the one like the football team or somebody or the ROTC kids yeah, yeah. like doing it as like a comedy troupe for him. Yeah. Like he had like the traveling like So they could break out of their uh shells. Yeah. Yeah. But like for somebody that was doing all that, he really didn't do any like weird sex stuff. Well, them. so when he he apparently he recorded all of his sessions with these kids and when a parent would like show some concern and the parent was like can i come into the room he was always like yeah you can be in there it's fine or i can show you the audio tape or you know whatever of it um the weird thing was the kids would like uh once they went limp they their heads would be like in his lap yeah uh and if they weren't in his lap then they were just crunched over like sitting in the chair but they're like leaned forward and their heads is like almost touching the ground yeah like your like your whole body is just like collapsed in half yeah, for an extended period of time. Which, that was really kind of the only thing that made me think maybe it was his fault. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Because if if not, your body would naturally, like, make you, like, stop from hanging yourself the way those... Well, I'm sorry, we're not allowed to say that, are we? What? That those two uh, kids used, uh, you know, an apparatus that they put around their uh, lower... Uh, <laughs> Whatever. They basically just kneeled down. Like, it's like how you would do autoerotic so, asphyxiation. Yeah, almost. so the, the parents were trying to say that, like, there was no evidence of any uh, bruising or any trauma around uh, where the, uh, I guess, what the rope? Yeah. Wherever like, the rope was, there was no, like, signs of trauma. And they were like, 
uh, whenever your body's going through something, if like you're like drowning or something like that, you you instinctively try to like do whatever it takes to survive and get that next breath, right? Right. So they were like, most of the people that hang themselves usually have uh, bruising around their neck from their fingers, like at the last minute trying to get the rope off. Yeah. But they were saying that these uh, two out of the three of these kids um, didn't have any bruising. So they were like, well, what did they do? to make them like not have that natural reaction of trying to like get it off. Yeah. I mean, that kind of did make sense to me. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, "Mm, that seems more of like a byproduct than. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing was like, it was weird that this principal was hypnotizing kids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, Get a comedy fucking No, no, club. no, no, no. We don't... <laughs> no, there is a dude that owns a comedy that. club that does hypnosis. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's like one of the comedy cabarets. Uh, is, he, is that is that legal? I, I guess if it's for like a show business purposes and not for like therapy. Well, let me tell you what I found out about the actual laws. Okay. Um. So apparently most states don't have regulation involving illegal hypnosis. Um, there's two that have, uh, strict laws, uh, and that's Connecticut and Washington state. Uh, they require mandatory licensure or registration. Um, California, Florida, Illinois, New Jersey, Texas, and Utah do not have mandatory registration, uh, but they do lay out specific regulations for the practice of hypnosis. Uh, for example, in Florida, therapeutic hypnosis is regulated and is unlawful for any person to engage in therapeutic hypnosis uh, unless the person is a quote-unquote practitioner of healing arts or <laughs> a qualified person. So a practitioner of healing arts is like uh, anybody that practices medicine or uh, psychology or surgery or something along those lines. Um and a qualified person would be somebody that, I guess, has the okay from, like, a, a practitioner doctor. of healing arts or whatever the fuck. Healing arts? Yeah. That's kind of funny that they're classifying it as art, though. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not really a science. <laughs> like, I definitely don't think I could be hypnotized. And I think most time I've ever seen hypnotizations, either on TV, I think they've only ever seen them on TV, is, like... um. Uh, like for show, like for fun, not not for like a yeah, for like medical purposes. Do you yeah. think this guy was like overstepping his bounds doing this? I mean, he got the parents' permission. I mean, but mm-hmm. he also like like presented himself as Doctor Kenny. Yeah. So like maybe the the parents thought, oh, maybe he's got his doctor in this. Yeah, sure. Get well, then then they had like a, an investigator come in and he did like a deep dive on this guy's history and he was like, I can tell you right now. He's not certified in anywhere in the world to practice any type of medicine or psychiatry. (laughs) I think he was the one that was teaching the psychology class. By the way, they had a psychology class in this high school. But but meanwhile, the guy still got his tenure. He still got to retire. Well, because they said as long as he wasn't convicted of Of a a felony, then he could get the money. But if he got convicted of a felony, then he wasn't going to get shit. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. 
When I was in, like, fifth or sixth grade, the superintendent of, like, the school district I was in mm. got caught stealing pants from JCPenney's. What? And I think the amount was more than, like, the misdemeanor amount. Oh. So he got charged with a fucking felony. How many pants? I think he had, like, ten pairs of Dockers or something oh, <laughs> at JCPenney's. And they fucking, uh, they fired him and he lost his, uh, his shit because he stole Damn. pants. Damn. <laughs> That's wild. I know. I just really just I just remembered when we were talking about reasons you could. He could have hypnotized every kid in that school, but he stole like three too many pants and like got. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think this is something that they might explore in like schools in the future? Mm. But like in like the proper way, like having like a medical professional there. Or I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't know if I agree with hypnotherapy at all. I think it's bunk. I bullshit. think it's bunk. I don't think that I could get hypnotized. Yeah. And it's like um, voodoo. You got to believe in it for it to work. It is. It's a little like magical. Um, like just get a fucking like reading. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. If you want to, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I just like it was. I thought they were gonna have more ties to the people's deaths to him mm. than they did in the in the whole thing. So I was like, this is just fucking weird. Yeah, so the only uh, tie that they had to him was that he had uh, hypnotherapy sessions with them at some point. Yeah. And they're like, well, it's his fault. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the one girl was, like, being pressured pretty hard to, like, do well in her AC- SATs, and she wasn't. Broke she up didn't with her get She broke up with her boyfriend, then didn't get into the college, that, and she, they were like, you're not going to get into the college that you really want to go to. Yeah. So, like, at fucking 17 years old, that might have looked like the end of the road for her. The other I one was bully for being, uh, looking like Justin Bieber, they said. Was that? No, I think Bieber was a compliment to him. I don't even really know what the, um... They didn't really give a reasoning for the other kid. Which one? The first kid that, like, un- unalived himself. Yeah, they said he was bullied, remember? And then the one kid was, like, sticking up for him, like, extra what did hard. They bully- but what did they bully him about, though? I don't know. They said he, like, looked weird. Oh. Remember, he was, like, a Catholic school kid. And oh, that yeah, was, it was the his first, first like, public year school. in public school. Yeah. Okay. And he was, like- he, was ha- he was happy he could grow his hair out. They kept saying that. <laughs> so... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of a stretch. I mean, it might be like one of those things where I think if one person in a school does this, it can lead to like more people actually falling through Yeah. with with that sort of thing. I think there's some sort of like hysteria around that, but I don't think it's anything to do with the, maybe, but it doesn't seem like it has anything to do with the hypnosis. I definitely think he should have gotten in trouble. I don't think he should have been doing that, uh, at all, um. Maybe if he was like a certified professional, but because it seemed like he was kind of like using the kids as like a, like a guinea pig. Definitely was doing that. Um, but I, I don't know. I, it's a weird situation. Like maybe he had good intentions, but he definitely was doing it to like, uh, further his like, uh, studies on it. So he can try to get some other bought certification. Definitely hot vibes from the OA. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of disturbing behavior. You remember disturbing behavior with uh Oh wait, hold on. Oh never mind, never mind. God. Oh. With Katie Holmes and uh Yes. Where like that kid goes to that school for the first time and then like there's this like company that comes by and they go to like different schools and they like uh 
train the kids to like be like good students or whatever and they're actually like brainwashing them with these like fucking implants or some shit like that do you remember that vaguely are they like really aliens i'm thinking of the one that alsher was in no 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 that's the faculty no this one they weren't aliens but they i guess they were just like they were just brainwashed humans Mm. that's all it was but they I were, mean, like, super strong, though. They could, like, break through fucking doors and shit like that. Well, like, what is that? Like, what puts it in your mind that you think is a good idea to let somebody else control your mind? Yeah. I mean, well, from the kid's perspective that had did it, that weren't on his side, I guess they were saying, like, it was somebody that they trusted. So they were, like, expecting, like good results from somebody like that because they were like well he he has our best interests in mind well i mean other than the ones that died nobody had any complaints about his therapy yeah true <laughs> that's true other than that mr lincoln how was the show <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i mean like yeah he definitely shouldn't have been hypnotizing kids like you i feel like you shouldn't do like human experiments on people that really don't realize the implications. Yeah. Unless you know, like, okay, we're all doing this experimental thing yeah. and you're all in on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then you can't be like, oh, you fucked my kid up. Well, that can happen. It's the same thing with taking an antidepressant. You yeah. can fucking have more suicidal thoughts. So I don't know. It's like either well, way, so but he's not. When uh, they brought in that like professional uh, hypnotherapist, he was like, uh, there's no way that you can implant the idea that you would want to hurt yourself as like a hypnotherapist. But the caveat to that is if the person already has that idea before you come into contact with them, then there is a chance that whatever you're doing to them might amplify that idea like bigger or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he didn't really have the uh, the knowledge to know that. No, because he learned everything from DVDs. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get too deep in things. <laughs> yeah, and he was, like, really having people open up some trauma, too. I think. Yeah, he yeah. He was getting a little bit too, uh, like, it, it was, it made sense to do the, like, okay, like, do this tapping and, like, okay, you're going to do really good on this test because, like, clicking your fingers makes you focus. If it was just Whatever. relaxation okay. techniques or, like... Every time you're nervous, do something like this or whatever. But he got to the point where he was like, I want you to remember the most traumatic part of your life. We're back there right now. What do you feel? <laughs> you know, like he's not hes not anybody's psychiatrist. Like he can't. You but don't know how that's going to affect that. that's what he wanted to do. And he was like, ugh. You could tell, he definitely was a narcissist by the way he was talking. Oh, yeah. By the way, he was like, I just look at all my students like they're just my children. I had the biggest groan of the day. It was like the biggest cringes. When he goes, uh, it was what's... almost as cringy as Miranda Singh's apology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that made me feel like he was guilty. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. So, um, what do you think? What do you think in general? Do you think you could be hypnotized? I don't think I can be hypnotized. Have you ever been tried to be hypnotized? No. No? No. Well, I mean, people have, like... I haven't wanted somebody to try... People have tried it, but because I haven't, like, ever believed in it, it's never had any effect on me. Yeah. At least the blatant ones. I mean, I... Probably got hypnotized by the cartoons that I watched as a kid. Yeah, we're or all subconsciously programmed with uh, occult symbolism. Yeah, one way or but, another. Um, like just direct hypnotizing. I'm like, no, 
<laughs> I will not bend a knee for that. Would you study it, though, to see if, like, there's any interesting, like, techniques that you can use, not to take advantage of anybody, but, like, to potentially, like, help yourself? No, I mean, I've studied, like, brave brain waves and shit like that, and, like, yeah. how, like, the different brain waves, like, help different parts of your body heal, or you can learn things faster. I think, in a way, like, you can put your brain in that like if you listen to that music at a certain hertz yeah and like play some like affirmative shit mm. is that the same as hypnotizing i don't know uh i don't know like i but like it's kind of the same as meditation yeah and in the beginning of the med- meditation cd it always says like don't do this while you're driving does so it that, say that yes do they have to put like a parental advisory sticker? yeah usually they're like oh, might only be boring yeah no you might fall asleep when you're doing this so like don't do it if you're driving or whatever you know don't meditate if you're op- operating a fucking forklift yeah so this guy maybe like maybe he tried to do that thing while he was driving and just fucking seized out i think we need to get a gofundme together yeah and we get this uh this dr george kenny we get that sarah lady and we get Anthony Kiedis in a room, oh, and we shit. just see what happens. Just do like a saw thing. Well, yeah, we could do that. I was just thinking like just a just a blank room. Or is it like an escape room? No, bro. Well, it, it'll turn into one eventually. <laughs> um, yeah, they said. Oh, you know what I started to tell you is that that whole cult shit, uh, uh, that cult, the one that uh, where they found all those bodies. Um, that was the story of the show Borderlands. It was like loosely based on that. Mm. Um, so that was a super random fact. But when it was like, oh, yeah, this is related to this story. And I was like, yeah, but then I realized no, it was the last one. So wanted to plug that in there so remember, remember it. All right, Borderlands. Yeah. Check that out, everybody. Borderlands. Um, 2007, cutting edge. All right. <laughs> well, everybody, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Actual Comedy Presents, an actual podcast. I'm Angel Ace. And I'm Erin. And we will see you guys next time. Later. See ya. really stink. We were just singing the baby to sleep. Wake up, little Betty Bites. Have you been Betty Bites? It was waking me up. When I lay me down to sleep. When the soul identifies with Maya, it forgets. Thus, the soul is temporarily in darkness. It is deluded, and it dreams the mortal dream. Becoming increasingly involved and confused, the soul remains bound up with the world. The intuitive faculty becomes suppressed and its perception of truth blotted out.